Oh 
lesson in carol service that we're going to participate in today that David and Bella and John are going to lead us through in music uh, is was created a hundred years ago just over a hundred years actually 1918 Um, it was created by the Reverend Eric Milner White who was chaplain at King's College Cambridge and the reason why um, chaplain Milner White decided to create the service was because uh, he had been he had served in World War I and he had seen the devastation of that war and felt like he needed to do something in a, what he called a secular culture without hope following World War I. World War I had ended six weeks before Christmas Eve in 1918. And so he was moved to do that. And I just want to quote from our own, uh, the Reverend Dr. James Manley, who assists us here at Servants, not today in the service. But uh, James has written a wonderful article about Lessons and Carols. And we're going to be celebrating the Advent version of it. But listen to what James said, and we'll begin our liturgy after this. As you listen and worship during lessons and carols, occasionally contemplate that this simple service offers an expression of hope that despite the mess that humans have made of our world, God has a plan of redemption for it. Amen? Let's begin. Let me invite you to stand. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord and bless God's name. Declare God's glory among the nations, God's marvelous works among all the peoples. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. Let the heavens be glad, and let the earth rejoice. Let the sea roar, and all that fills it, and all those who live in it. Let the whole creation sing for joy at the presence of God, who is coming. God is coming indeed, to judge the earth with righteousness. And the 
Praise the Lord. Beloved in Christ, on this last Sunday of Advent, let, us be, let it be our care and delight to prepare ourselves to hear again the message of the angels in heart and mind, to go even unto Bethlehem and to see this thing which has come to pass and the babe lying in the manger. Let us read and mark in Holy Scripture the tale of the loving purposes of God from the first days of our disobedience unto the glorious redemption brought us by his holy child. And let us make this church glad with carols of praise. But first, let us pray for the needs of his whole world, for peace and goodwill over all the earth, for unity and brotherhood within the church he came to build. And because this of all things would rejoice his heart, let us at this time remember in his name the poor and the helpless, the cold, the hungry, the oppressed, the sick in body and mind, and them that mourn, the lonely and the unloved, the aged and the little children, all who know not the Lord Jesus or who love him not, or who by sin have grieved his heart of love. Lastly, let us remember before God all those who rejoice with us, but upon another shore and a greater light, that multitude which no man can number, whose hope was in the word made flesh, and with whom the Lord Jesus we are evermore are one. The Almighty God bless us, with his grace, Christ give us the joys of everlasting life, and unto the fellowship of the citizens above, may the King of angels bring us all. Amen. Please remain standing for our processional.
Our first reading is from the book of Genesis, beginning in chapter 2. These are the generations of the heaven and the earth when they were created, in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, when no bush of the field was yet in the land, and no small plant of the field had yet sprung up. For the Lord God had not caused it to rain on the land, and there was no man to work the ground. And a mist was going up from the land, and was watering the whole face of the ground. Then the Lord God formed the man of dust from the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living creature. And the Lord God planted a garden in Eden, in the east, and there he put the man whom he had formed. Out of the ground the Lord God made to spring up every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was in the midst of the garden, and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, You may surely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Then the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make a helper for him, fit for him. Now out of the ground the Lord God had formed every beast of the field and every bird of the heavens and brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And whatever the man called every living creature, that was its name. The man gave names to all the livestock and to the birds of the heavens and to every beast of the field. But for Adam there was not found a helper fit for him. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man. And while he slept, he took one of his ribs and closed up its place with flesh. And the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man, he made into a woman and brought her to the man. Then the man said, This at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. This is the word of the Lord. We invite you to stand. Let's celebrate creation as we sing all creatures of our God and King.
The second reading is from Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 15. Now the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God actually say, You shall not eat of any tree in the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit and the trees in the garden. But God said, You shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden. Neither shall you touch it, lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, You will surely not die. For God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw the tree was good for food, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. And she also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both were opened, and they knew they were naked. And they sewed some fig leaves together and made themselves loincloths. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves in the presence, from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. He said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me the fruit of the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and above all beasts of the field. And on your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. This is the word of the Lord. We'll stand again now. Let's sing, Come Ye Sinners.
This is the third reading from the book of Isaiah. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that her warfare is ended, that her iniquity is pardoned, and that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice cries, in the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, Cry. And I said, What shall I cry? All flesh is grass, and all its beauty is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades, when the breath of the Lord blows on it. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. Go on up to a high mountain, O Zion, herald of good news. Lift up your voice with strength. O Jerusalem, herald of good news, lift it up, fear not. Say to the cities of Judah, Behold your God. Behold, the Lord God comes with might, and his arm rules for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his recompense before him. He will tend to his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms. He will carry them in his bosom, and gently lead those that are with young. The word of the Lord. You can remain seated, actually, for the moment. We'll uh, give you a breath. And, uh, this is one of those songs where Father James aptly put, we can uh, ponder.
lesson is from Jeremiah chapter 31 beginning at verse 31. Behold the days are coming declares the Lord when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah not like the covenant that I made with their fathers on the day that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt my covenant that they broke though I was their husband declares the Lord for this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days declares the Lord I will put my law within them and I will write it on their hearts and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And no longer shall each one teach his neighbor, and each his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall know me. From the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. The word of the Lord. Okay, let's stand again. I will sing, Come Light Our Hearts.
fifth lesson is from the book of Isaiah, chapter 7, verses 10 through 15. Again the Lord spoke to Ahaz, Ask a sign of the Lord your God. Let it be deep as Sheol or high as heaven. But Ahaz said, I will not ask. 
and I will not put the Lord to the test. And he said, Hear then, O house of David, is it too little for you to weary men, that you weary my God also? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. He shall eat curds and honey when he knows how to refuse the evil and choose the good. The word of the Lord. Well, I hope you're enjoying your pew calisthenics. Would you join us in standing again? Let's sing, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Yeah. 
You may be seated. The sixth reading is from the book of Micah. But you, O Bethlehem Ephrathah, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, for you shall come forth for me, one who is to be the ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from days of old, from ancient days. Therefore he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has given birth. Then the rest of his brothers shall return to the people of Israel. And he shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in his majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall dwell secure, for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth, and he shall be their peace. The word of the Lord. Would you stand with us? We'll sing, O little town of Bethlehem. So oh. 
The seventh reading is from the book of Isaiah. There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from his roots shall bear fruit. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And his delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide disputes by what his ears hear. But with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his waist and the faithfulness the belt of his loins. The wolf shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the young goat, and the calf and the lion and the fattened calf together. And the child shall lead them, the cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the cobra, and the weaned child shall put his hand on the adder's den. They shall not hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain. The word of the Lord. You can remain seated for this one. From Jesse's root, please come and bring your kingdom. The lion dwelling with the lamb, bring peace and life and freedom.
The eighth reading from the book of Isaiah. For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former things shall not be remembered or come into mind. But be glad and rejoice forever in that which I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem to be a joy and her people to be a gladness. I will rejoice in Jerusalem and be glad in my people. No more shall be heard in it the sound of weeping and the cry of distress. No more shall there be in it an infant who lives but a few days or an old man who does not fill out his days. For the young man shall die a hundred years old and the sinner a hundred years old shall be accursed. They shall build houses and inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards and eat their fruit. They shall not build and another inhabit they shall not plant and another eat. For like the days of a tree shall the days of my people be, and my chosen shall long enjoy the work of their hands. They shall not labor in vain or bear children for calamity, for they shall be the offspring of the blessed of the Lord and their descendants with them. Before they call, I will answer, while they are yet speaking, I will hear. The wolf and the lamb shall graze together. The lion shall eat straw like the ox. And dust shall be the serpent's food. They shall not hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain, says the Lord. The word of the Lord. What good news we have to look forward to. Let's stand and sing joy to the world.
from the book of Luke. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent to God in the city of Galilee, named Nazareth, to the virgin betrothed, to a man whose name was Joseph, the house of David. And the virgin name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor, favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord will give him a, the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. In the kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child will be born, and he will be called Holy, the Son, son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age will conceive a son, and in the sixth month with her who, who will be called barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to the word. And the angel departed from her. The word of the Lord. Come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts and minds of your people. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be always acceptable in your sight. Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, real quickly, just thank you to, uh, to David and Bella and John for leading us in the lessons and carols and for Nikki who put together and filmed many of you who are in the congregation today and, uh, and sharing these, these, um, these important scriptures the, the service of Lessons and Carols was intended to be uh, Milner White, the chaplain who, who created it, said, you know, to be the simple beauty of the, 
the story of, of, God's, of God's love and basically the simple beauty of Christianity is revealed here. And I think you can see it um, in the story. You know, it's, it's, it's about God's good creation and about man's sinfulness, brokenness. It's amazing to me how many of those, those songs and the carols of the church really focus on, you know, don't let sin increase any longer, Lord, but come and heal our land in redemption and the ultimate goal of restoration. And it really touches particularly with that Isaiah 65 and the song, the carol that we sang after that, reminding us that the Lord's coming back to restore all things, to make all things new. It's important that we realize that simple, beautiful story of Christianity focuses on the person. Uh, he's foretold in the Old Testament, a child to be born who will become king, the person of Jesus Christ. And it's so important because I think so many people in modern and postmodern spirituality want to worship God who is other and far away. And the good news of Christianity is that God has revealed himself to be the person of Jesus Christ. The person of God the Father sends the person of Jesus Christ, and by receiving Jesus, by believing in him, we receive the person of the Holy Spirit. God is person, as personhood. And yet, God has called humanity to be a part of the plan, which is what I love about the story of Mary and the incarnation, that humanity plays a part in God's plan of redemption that we aren't discarded. He's not just saying, get out of the way and let me fix this. He actually invites us into the process. He goes to a, in a particular time, to a particular place, to a particular family, to a particular young woman. What you guys didn't know, but I knew, because I knew who, who we were asking to do the lessons, I could see that this was going to be perfect because Waverly got to read that last that last lesson, you know, which is the story of Mary. And Waverly probably isn't far off from Mary's age when the angel appears to her. And so I just think it's such a powerful thing that, to hear a teenage girl reading Mary's encounter, the Annunciation, and the, re the revealing of God's plan in the world. We are all amazed at Mary's submission we are all amazed at how she's willing to say, Lord, let it be unto me as you have said. God lays out for her the, the how and the why and even gives her the example of her barren older cousin, Elizabeth, who's with child. But ultimately, the angel makes sure that Mary understands that nothing will be impossible with God. But here's the challenge for us. We don't, have to, we don't have to have the faith to be Mary, but we do have, the, have to have the faith to say that we will live according to what God's word says. In the face of those things that could frighten us, that could consume us with fear, to say, no, what God has spoken over me, I believe and I trust. And I choose to walk by faith, trusting that God will care for me and that he will redeem things. Today, the beautifully simple message of Christianity shown throughout the lessons and carols is will we allow God's truth to direct our lives? What he says, will we trust that truth? And secondly, 
Will we trust God in the circumstances of our day? Our week? This new year? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You can stay seated for this one. Let us pray for the church and for the whole world, saying, Hear our prayer. For the peace of the whole world, 
and for the well-being and unity of the people of God. Lord, in your mercy, Foley, our Archbishop, Neil, our Bishop, and for all the clergy and people of our diocese and congregation. Lord, in your mercy. For all of those who proclaim the gospel at home and abroad, and for all who teach and disciple others. Lord, in your mercy. For our brothers and sisters in Christ who are persecuted for their faith, we also pray for those who persecute your people. Forgive them. Turn their hearts towards you through the faithful witnesses of those they persecute. Lord, in your mercy, for our nation, for those in authority, and for all in public service. Lord, in your mercy, for all of those who are in trouble, sorrow, need, sickness, or any other adversity. Lord, in your mercy, for all of those who have departed this life in the certain hope of the resurrection, in thanksgiving, let us pray. Lord, in your mercy. Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and evermore. Amen. Please stand. Our recessional hymn is Come Thou Long Expected Jesus.
Remember to RSVP if you're coming to our Christmas Eve service, 5 p.m. on December 24th. Have a wonderful morning. God bless you all. We're dismissed.